0: Anime Pulse After Dark, episode 44. 40 flippin' 4.
1: I didn't know you had a lucky number.
0: Yeah, I do. We we're learning things today. Yeah.
1: Personal. Like, um personal
0: hot dish. Personal hot dish. Rio has a lucky number and it's generic. <laughs> I don't think I have one. My, um yeah, even if
1: I had one, I don't know if I'd say it out loud because it would probably cease to be lucky at that point, because that's how things work. <laughs>
0: I mean, for a lot of people, yes, but alright, so I'm Rio Way 24 7. Who the fuck are you? I'm Innocuous Blonde, and <sighs> we're here to bring you sexy magical girls. Sexy magical girls, and this time it's not nearly as fucked up as you think it is. Indeed. Um, I mean, because you could probably
1: say a lot of magical girls are sexy, but not all of them run around with their tits out and their ass and Vijay out. But today's yeah, heroine I mean, totally I think- does. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like that this is tiptoeing the line between Magical Girl and Western superhero. superhero? Mm. And that's probably the disconnect that separates them from shows like Maho Shoujo Eleanor or Maju Joka Shoujo where mm. we're dealing with really fucked up shit. And, and it's still it's not... traditional Magical Girl in a way. Yeah, this is definitely more like. I'm a superhero. Unhand that woman, evildoer! <laughs> I'm Bruce also Wayne, kits. but with my dick out. <laughs> and also, there—wow, there are a lot of dicks, lots of dicks, and not a lot of them belong to men. Indeed, um, <laughs> yes.
1: So, big reveal, big reveal. Uh, the title for this episode is Angel Blade. Uh, this one yes. dates back to 2001 to 2003. It is officially licensed by Central Park Media. Um, and it was done by Studio Frontline, which was also behind Viper GTS, uh, and Kanazuki Nomiko, of course, Um, and then then also Studio G1 Neo, which also did Viper GTS, and I didn't realize it until I was probably two episodes deep in this, but this is another one by Masami Obari, who, uh, if you might remember, also did Viper GTS, much to my surprise, because I did not realize that he had done Uh, really half, not even half. I didn't don't think I realized he had done as much stuff in the anime industry as he does. If you look at his um my anime list credits page, it's very impressive and does include some hentai Mm -hmm. titles,
0: including this one. So yeah, I mean, I would think I I would say that this one, while it has some similar flavors of Viper GTS, Mm -hmm. it's definitely different. Yeah, it's definitely a
1: different genre overall. Um, Yeah. And the overall vibe isn't quite so much, like, paranormal comedy. Like, this is a little bit more action with a little bit of comedy sprinkled in, but just a tiny bit.
0: Well, yeah, Twin Tails Girl made me want to kill myself, but um, uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so what's our synopsis, if we've got one?
1: The synopsis for Z's title is something I have to unlock. There we go.
0: Okay. Oh, we're talking in bad German accents. <laughs> All
1: right, so, synopsis. The surface of Earth has been rendered unlivable, but people are totally living there. Oh Well, anyways. In the clouds! (laughs) They live in the clouds. You can totally walk on clouds, you guys. Just try it. Next time you're flying in a plane, just jump out. You can walk on clouds.
0: Thank you for natural selection doing your job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Due to years upon years of pollution, humanity has been forced to build cities to rise above the planet's filthy... filthy surface and adapt to this new way of life not only this but there is also a thriving kingdom of mutants lurking below the billowing clouds of smog and pollution or demons <laughs> mutants demons same difference they got tentacles they want to fuck so uh, dicks. the leader of these mutated monstrosities is a powerful busty woman known as phantom lady she dispatches the minions. sorry she dispatches her minions to attack the people above, taking advantage of and raping young women. What's the difference? That's, um, it's the same thing here. It's not like they have a date and then, like, slip them a Mickey or something. They attack them no, in alleys.
0: It, yeah, it's, just, it's literally just like, hey there, pretty lady. <laughs>
1: The police are fully aware of these demon rapists, but know nothing of their origins or how to stop them. Their only hope lays within their city's mysterious, magical, and sexually explicit savior, Angel Blade. With her deadly sword, provocative costume, and strong sense of justice, this jiggling juggernaut of justice will appear whenever necessary to vanquish the Phantom Lady's demonic horde. If she can gain control of her hormones, that is. <laughs>
0: I don't really think that yeah. was a subplot, actually. Yeah. Oh, she can no. gain control
1: of her hormones.
0: No, I don't. I don't think that she had any issues of that. Um, she had some amnesia issues. Yes, she definitely had some identity.
1: WTF is going on? Issues, but it wasn't like, gosh, my hormones are so crazy right now. Eats a pint of ice cream. <laughs> Wait, there's a discussion on Tittygate.
0: <laughs> in Would the I, chat. Did I miss.
1: In the chat, there is a uh, mention of Tittygate. Um, <laughs> Which uh, oh. was being discussed briefly in the banter. For those of you who are uninitiated, our Discord chat is open and available to all of those who sign up to our forums. Bum, um, it, it was discussing the the redesigns for uh, Tifa. I, I don't th- I don't know if Aeris was caught up in this, but uh, Tifa uh, from um, Final Fantasy VII, apparently her redesign, her tetas were not big enough for the populace at large, and they were mad. Her
0: tits are still fucking huge. <laughs> they, Chill out. They're
1: still pretty goddamn big, yeah. Um, but they're not, like, enormously bulbous, so I guess that's a thing. But I suppose we oh can touch on God. that later. Because <laughs> this, this anime's I, got more tits than you can shake a stick at.
0: Yeah, okay, back to the superhero titties. Yes. We'll touch on, you know, uh, militant hippie titties later. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, the opening shot for this series is speaking of titties, uh, basically a moonlit sky, some bats, then some boobs, and then a futonari with three dicks. And I. Yeah, it was. And we. Like, I, I, we know who it is, but we would never see her with three dicks I, ever again. I, I was about to say that. We never see all three dicks, so I was a
0: little bit confused, but oh well, whatever. I mean, I would have loved to see all three dicks it, on true. her. That would have been cool. She was, her design was quite lovely, but mm. anywho, uh, so girls getting chased in an alley, right? Yes, that's correct. That's the opening By scene. By... Monster rapist dude Who's just like Again Come here pretty lady I'm here to like uh, Rape you Yeah so uh She He rips all her clothes off And is just like Yeah And You know she's getting fucked yes. And Um then But a hero appears <laughs> From above um, hand her <laughs> Bitch And kills the bad dude Yep and then we see this girl in her bed, and she's having this horrible nightmare about girl about this girl getting raped, and then like you know defeating this monster. Meanwhile, she is furiously masturbating in her sleep.
1: Yes, it's a weird way of opening the series uh, of somebody who's either well, of course at this point it's sort of ambi- not ambivalent. It's um, it's not really known whether this is the person of the you know the hero identity or if it's just somebody like. Either way, it's a weird way to start your series thinking about uh, rape and heroes, and then just being like, oh, yeah! <laughs> Gotta rub one out right there. So, um, yeah. Uh, but it's all, so yeah, it's all a dream, I guess. Um, it, w- it, it, it was all
0: a dream? Question mark?
1: Yes. And um, But elsewhere, you know, gets- there's a conspiracy happening among the school administration on a Project air quotes, involving the use of female students in general. And also that, uh, there's the intimation that angel blade might be a student at the school. So this conspiracy of admin people seems to be trying to figure out like, who is she really? Um, and by
0: the way, the headmaster is fucking some chick on like his lap or whatever. And yeah. she's just like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, uh,
1: Actually, I don't remember if they said her name in this opening scene, but basically I just recalled her Executive Lady. Executive Lady is there as a uh, professor to investigate in person. So yeah. we've got the corrupt administration, uh, or at least one administrator anyway, banging students and also attempting to find out the true identity of Angel Blade, potentially somebody at the school. Um, they've already apparently matched uh, Angel Blade's profile to prospective student matches, uh, President Seryu Tenyu? I think it's Tenu. Um, Whatever. Student council lady. Yeah, she's like super overachiever. She's a top academic. And she's super
0: athletic. And, and of course also it's gonna be her, right? Right. I mean, that would make sense in literally any other case. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like that this show is poking fun at some tropes almost a little bit. Oh, it sure is. <laughs> it definitely isn't her. She's... Like, you know, people, like, a bunch of girls are just like, oh, student council president, like, we think that maybe you might be Angel Blade, And she's just like, well, I mean, I'm flattered, but I'm definitely not. Right. Now, in yeah, but-
1: another series, this could be somebody taken as, like, oh, they're just trying to prevaricate so that nobody suspects that it's actually them. And I'm like, if you want to go by shoujo magical girl series rules, though... It, the main character is never the super overachiever. Achiever. The main character is always the well-meaning fuck-up with a heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> so um. given that that is not her and that she's generally just like, oh, I'm so, uh, thanks for saying so, but it's not me.
0: <laughs> well, also she's actually really nice. She Excuse is. is. She's, she's not is an Ojo-sama
1: such- horrible mean girl. She's actually chill. She's
0: like such a sweetheart and I'm just like I'm so fucking sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh so then we see this other girl and she's got like this and it's the girl who was furiously masturbating. Yes. In, she's uh, she's admiring her stare you
1: from a, from a distance and
0: being like, "Wow, could it be her?" Then she's, she's subject to like, a titty attack.
1: By to a titty tails. attack by
0: by Twin Tails from Hell. Yes. Um, her name is Hasumi, who... by the way. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Twin Tails she's... it is. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, oh yeah, you don't got any tits and neither do I. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? The slapstick with her is so annoying. It really <laughs> but... is. She's
1: unfortunately a very irritating friend character. Um,. But uh, yeah, attack. she remarks on the breast size of her friend, saying, oh, I wish I would be like Miss Angel, a.k.a. Angel Blade. Um, and, uh, and she also starts bitching to... Um, uh, Moena is the main character. Um, and oh, her, wait, she has
0: a name. Her
1: guardian <laughs> of sorts, Her, I think she refers to her as Auntie Kiyoka. Um, so she's bitching to Auntie Kioka about how her boobs are too small. And Kiyoka is a very well-proportioned lady, um, perhaps a little too. Oh, yeah, too. She's, she's,
0: got, she's got tits for
1: days. Oh, yeah, and she's like, oh, don't you worry, when I was younger, I didn't have all this, but look at me
0: now! Go, wow! Um, <laughs> like, literally, she, like, tur- she, like, blinks and her tits go, <laughs> <laughs> So um So,
1: yeah, in general, then we, we switch to Kiyoka's perspective. She's like, yep, I'm her guardian, but I'm worried Moana isn't making friends and also doesn't have a boyfriend. And like you know, and stuff. it's all my fault. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, she's basically wor- Moana working at the cafe that uh, Kyoko owns, and she wears this cute little maid cafe outfit. Um, and but isn't she like a
0: fucking klutz or something?
1: Yeah, there's that too. So if that doesn't cement the rule that or the the fact that she's gonna end up being our protagonist, um, I don't know what does. Because she's, she's
0: the fuck up with the heart of gold, and she's klutzy, and
1: ha <laughs> ha So funny. Um, the only thing
0: that's missing is that she doesn't just love to like scarf down fifteen casseroles in one sitting.
1: Yeah, that's true. She's not. She's not got the uh, the big eater rep. Uh, the big eater rep. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So then Harumi actually acts as a super exposition and talks about the college college quote unquote that they go to, um, which sure. is basically like a whole town. Um, and uh, then she um, just tears off on an errand. So. That oh well, no. She,
0: she's, she's just like, oh, we need to get Moana out and like shit, and like, uh, Kyoka is just like, oh, oh, that's here's right. some yes. money. Go get the things. Yes. And keep the change. And she's just like, thank you. You guys and have fun now. <laughs> and there was a scene somewhere in between this with some cop ladies. Oh
1: gosh. Yes, cop ladies. Yeah. So on patrol, and the there's cop a couple ladies were
0: in, were investigating the serial rape of these ladies in the alleyways with weird demon dudes yes and, and one of them
1: uh, one of thems discussing a uh, uh, um, mutants who could technically interbreed with humans um, so that's it's like a weird conspiracy theory but it doesn't really come to anything um, no it kind of like I forgot about it by the second episode and I don't think like, they care that you might have forgotten about it because they don't really pick up on it it's just like cop lady has an idea that maybe... The mutants are trying to interbreed with humans, and who else would know except the town savior, Angel Blade? And I'm like, maybe she knows, or maybe she just likes fighting stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But um,
0: so either way,
1: she uh, also does a little expo about how there's move. only 99 cities left on Earth, and like in this, the, like yeah, in the sure. yeah, like in the uh, the summary synopsis, uh, that the clouds below are filled with the unknown mutants, and it's so super scary, you guys.
0: Like thunder cracking, and it's just like yeah. okay. <laughs> um, here's this creepy ass fucking castle filled with mutants. Dun crate. dun dun dun. Um, um, oh, I guess yeah. it's Harumi,
1: not Hasumi. But anyway, Twin Tails. Twin Tails really wants to have fun on the town, but Moena really just wants to uh, get that errand taken care of and just you know get back home again. Um, then the cops almost hit Moena and end up taking her home, and then the Aunt smothers uh, the friend in her boobs, and the friend is into it. and uh, Who cares? I don't know what's going on here.
0: <laughs> I barely yeah, remember There's a lot know. of attempts, you of know, like using uh, in
1: plot and things happening in this, especially in this first episode. Um, that I kind of was like, dude, guys, you're a hentai. You need to chill out.
0: Like, clearly, somebody had like. This really great idea, but people were just like, it, you know, they it got, it wasn't even a full series. It was three episodes, and it was just like, oh, this is the end, and I'm just like, what, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, so they squeezed that but little um, plot in. Basically, she gets this is just an excuse, I think, to really get um the cop character to interact with the main cast. So. And literally she has no point in being there. We do not see her ever again after episode two. So um, cop lady says, like, oh, wow, this is an all-girls school, but there's been no attacks at this school. Gosh, I wonder what's going on with that. And then um, I guess – let's see. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah. Then we move on with uh, the nefarious plot. So there's a big-ass church on the town-level college, and – Saru goes there.
0: Executive lady. Sorry? Executive lady yes. is just like, hey, uh, student council president, you should show yes. me the church. I would like to go pray yes. there. And she's just like, oh, yeah, sure, of course I'll show you. Let, let, let's let's go. And it's just like, and, uh, you know, business lady is just like, oh, will you come in and pray with me? And she's like, yeah, of course. And they, I you love know, they Jesus yeah yeah Jesus for the win and, um, <laughs> uh you know the they walk in and then ominous door close yes and she's she's just like, um professor <laughs> and professor is no longer there, it is only tits, it
1: is only tits futinari lady um <laughs> yeah, and so then we'll Sorry, go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically, I mean, like, you know, student council president is basically getting, like, you know, fucked with by some monsters. hmm And they're all just like, yeah, we're gonna fuck you and all that. And then Moana shows up and she's in, like, this fucking coma, almost, <laughs> or, like, this trance.
1: Oh and wait! Bef- before she even shows up, though, cop lady shows up dressed like oh, a superhero. Oh, right, right!
0: I completely forgot. Cop ninja lady. Yes. So she
1: comes to the rescue initially, but she loses pretty quickly to uh, the the uh, tan hot futa lady, um, and then she gets restrained, and that's and then gets and sexy thought. tortured to orgasm, and then suspended, and more sexy torture and then the monsters are into like, having some more, but then the real Angel Blade appears, but it's it's in the form of um, of, of Como Moena, who's just kind of there. Yeah, and so... An explosion seems to wipe out Moena, but then, of course, magically out of the smoke is Angel Blade, and she totally slices up all the monsters, and then does the classic uh, dual move with the Tan Futa Lady. Uh, I should call her Executive Futa or something. Um... <laughs> where they rush at each other from either side and then pause immediately afterwards. And then uh, Executive Futa is like, you win this time, and takes off. Um, yeah, but um, And Angel Blake goes back to being Moana.
0: Yeah, Moana's necklace got, got broke. Uh, it got cracked and it shattered. And so then suddenly she... Uh, so uh, then a student council... No, n- police lady is just like, Oh, my God, what's going on? Who are you? And uh, Angel Blade is just like, you'll find out. And then, like, something happens. Like, she snaps out of this other personality. Yes. And Moen is just like, why the fuck am I dressed like a whore?
1: <laughs> why am I naked and in a strange place? Ah! Ah! And that's the end of episode one, because that's how you end episodes. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. sure.
1: Um, so then we cut back in episode two, which actually... um uh, okay, yeah, so there's a little scene before the cool part here. Um, back at the bar where Auntie Kyoka's hanging out, she's worried about Moena, oh again. Um, and then, again, another person. Like, the cast manages to expand unnecessarily here. Yeah, um, some
0: chick that, Mo- that caused Moena to get, like, fucking knocked out, um, when they were out on the town, mm-hmm. shows up and is just like, hey, here's another necklace! Uh... <laughs> Who, who's it for again? Oh, it's for Moena. She's, she's Angel Blade. And it's like, well, no shit. We've already figured that we out. We just saw that. And, yeah, and it's just like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um. So,
1: she yeah, basically she shows up and is like, oh yeah, we've got another neck piece thing that's all about the whole Angel Blade thing. And this character, I think, is named Shia. But again, it does not matter. She basically doesn't appear again I think she does actually appear again but she's not she doesn't have like an interactive like oh hey Shia you're back it's just kind of like this person's here and I think that's Shia but you'll see later um maybe and then we have a quick flashback to Angel Blade's appearance from the last episode and her big reveal um and then they switch into a nice little opening sequence which is kind of rad actually (laughs) Yeah, it's basically like a pornified Sailor Moon opening sequence where it's got the review of the good guys and the bad guys, and they will get to strike their power poses. Um, yeah, while and the then song doesn't plays. happen in
0: the third episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, but I really liked I really liked the OP. Honestly,
0: I thought that was kind of rad. Um, and there's a lot. Well, of titties. I appreciate it when they do that, even if it like sucks. But um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, so your tits are out.
1: Power, girl power, I guess. Um, And then we cut into the action again. There's a short-haired girl somewhere who's spying on everyone. Woo. Um, Does
0: anything actually ever come of her?
1: Yes. She keeps getting woven in and out, but it takes a long time.
0: And you don't even,
1: like, learn her name until, like, way later. And I'm just like,
0: ah. She has a name Mm. because, like, Crazy evil ladies, just like hey you, like and insert name here, and it's just like yes, my lady. <laughs> but um, so anyways, yeah, um, because she's a fucking cat. Ah. So
1: um, so Shia, it turns out, is a performer on some kind of tour, and she came back because Doctor Misado maybe um has a secret lab, and uh. And by the he way, probably Moana's dad. He, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Never explicitly stated, but obviously, you know, when you see everything, uh, play out, it's like, oh yeah, that's the dad. He's just super secret for whatever reason.
0: Um, my daughter cannot know that I'm alive. Uh, yeah. That makes total
1: sense. Um, you sure. a dick. Okay. Fucking Gendo. Um,
0: <laughs> so, uh, he's <Piece> a shit. <laughs> um,
1: I guess him calling her back kind of interrupted her tour. She has the angel heart collar. Um, Oh, okay. So then, right at that moment when she is still there, uh, Moena comes back with the cop lady and they're in various states of undress. And they actually refer to Moena as being Unit One. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a.
0: All right. So I'm back at I, the I, evil I, I, I think that they're definitely making fun of you Neon know, Genesis Evangelion, but. Yeah. That very also much Sailor might Sailor Moon.
1: Yes, that too, for sure. Um, so back at the Evil Lair, Mistress Phantom is uh, giving it to Executive Futa as punishment. I don't think that's how punishment
0: works because she seems really into it. Um, I actually don't think she was punishing her. Really? Like, I think that Executive Futa was being like, yeah, punish me. And she was just like, I'm not punishing you. <laughs> <laughs> but- Call it
1: whatever you want. I'm just doing this because I need to lactate
0: more power for my mooks. So that's like, literally it's just, she's lactating all over all of the like weird ass monsters and like yes. the trenches or whatever. And they're just like, yep. "Yeah, sweet milk. <laughs> it's fucking weird.
1: It's being extracted <laughs> from her tits and then it's... like brought up and then like sprinklered out. Like it's a freaking like, like, I can't it's... think of a good, like a like, fountain. It's like a
0: wet t-shirt fucking contest, but, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty weird. Um, so that happens. Uh, oh, and then Shogun Chloe and General Elaine show up to get the. Uh, oh, hot yes, tip about uh, the
0: Nazi and the furry. <laughs> yes, the ho- I like the furry, actually. I think she's pretty cool. Um, yeah, she's pretty cool, but also she shoots magic death rays from her penis. Yes.
1: Um, and I guess we fo- kind of found out the uh, name of um, the executive Futa, who is it's Nail? Um, it's
0: Nail something.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to say Nail. Um, uh, whatever, she's Executive Futa. It's Executive fine, but... Futa. So, um, so anyway, Chloe and Elaine are now uh, going to be going to the hospital because apparently that's where, uh, I think it was Cop Lady was brought. So they're like, yeah. we can't let anybody survive. Who knows about us and isn't Angel Blade, so go kill her or something, I guess. Um, <laughs> Nail asks, uh, then... sorry, Executive Futa asks for more punishment like we were discussing before. And... Uh, mistress phantom or is it mistress phantom lady phantom something like that phantom something lady over phantom um plans allowed to steal the angel blade technology or destroy it um and the short-haired girl is nearby listening and looking all evil yeah
0: so there we go more, um, plot. <laughs> more plot uh <laughs> well with fucking but yeah so one of these chicks like yeah so we got the furry chick who's got like who basically looks like a lion or something, and then the mm-hmm. other one is literally wearing, like, an SS uniform. Yep. It's kind of horrible. Yeah, it <laughs> um, is, but they're bad guys, so I guess it's okay. It's a,
1: and, Are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, we uh, catch back up with uh, Saryu, who, by the way, was horribly victimized.
0: Um, she remembers yeah, so she's, that Moana so was killed. Yeah, she, she's looking for answers. And I forget, has she already confronted Moina and been like, so we were both saved by Angel Blade. Let's, it's let's right be at this. strong together.
1: It's right at this moment where she's like, you were saved too, hugged to
0: the chest. And Moina's like, ooh, hey now. <laughs> I mean, is definitely into that. She's definitely 1,000% gay. Uh, but, yeah, um, she definitely seems a bit, quite a bit gay. Yeah, so um, she's definitely just like, oh, my God, she's hugging me. Tits, 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 tits.
1: <laughs> so then Saru <laughs> asks her, like, assuming, and she's like, I saw you die. But she's like, well, I'm not dead. I'm right here. She's like, you were also rescued. And then she's like, what was Angel Blade like? I'm like, how would you, if she seemed like she died, do you think she'd be conscious enough to understand what was going on? Okay, whatever. So um, she's like, What? She, and then uh, Moen is kind of like, oh, you know, I don't really know how to answer that. And I was like, just thinking to myself, I'm like, Oh, well, you know, tits out booty just for all to see, you know, the usual. (laughs) Yeah. She was just like, I don't know. It was dark and I was unconscious and (laughs) (laughs) I was knocked unconscious conveniently for plot purposes. Sorry. Bye. Um, and then meanwhile, again, so much story trying to happen here. Um, Auntie Kyoka goes to the lab where Dr. Misato is, and uh, there's some testing going on that I guess she's volunteered yeah. for, and she of course of course yeah, she has to be just in just super like, hey, lingerie. Uh, for hey it.
0: Daddy, uh, time to electrocute me. Yes.
1: <laughs> electrocute me, Daddy. Yes, indeedy. So we cut away from that. Um, and then we go back to uh Miss Seryu, who apparently, again in her hunt for answers, has said, you know, I bet that if I go to the hospital, um, the only one that I haven't actually checked yet, uh, maybe I can find Angel Blade or at least the cop lady who was with us last night. Um, so she goes there, but the evil underlings are already
0: there and they're disguised as They've already as like, killed the fucking nurses. Yes. Their bodies are in the back and you're just like, oh, yep, saw this coming. Yeah. And uh, so Nazi lady has uh, takes uh, Sarah to the room and is just like, oh, there <laughs> she is. And then, you know, they capture them both. Yes. I thought it was really funny
1: how the lady cop's partner just sort of like, um, appeared
0: and disappeared.
1: She just, yeah. Well, like they're about to go off the lady cop who witnessed them and she just appears in the door. It's like, step back. Don't make me self-defense you with her gun or whatever. And, um, yeah. So, uh, Oh yeah. By the way, she was actually, she attempts to, the bad guys attempt to off lady cop, but apparently lady cop had already gotten out of the bed And did you catch what the dummy looked like in the bed? No. It looked like Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Oh, son of a bitch. Hand Mm -hmm. to
1: God. I rewound it. I was like, that is Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. And this just got a whole lot weirder. (laughs) Mm.
0: It's it one of those blinking, you'll miss it.
1: You'll absolutely not notice it, but like, it's bizarre. So they, they basically trap the baddies into you know, being like, oh, we're going to kill her now. Haha, ha, got you this time. Um, but they've taken Saru hostage, so now things are going to turn back on them. Um, but uh, also, where did yeah. other cop lady go? Yeah, it's kind of a weird mystery. I don't know. They I don't, don't care. She's <laughs>
0: The plot doesn't care what happened Ms. to we... Miss cop lady. Miss cop lady. Oh my God, she's fucking dead. <laughs> I'm
1: just thinking like, she's like, I don't want to be at the hospital. Can I check myself out? And they're like, yeah, sure. You can totally do that. And she's like, I'm going home. I seen too much.
0: It's like, cut. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so um, you're going to try and rape the student council president. Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. I have another thing i gotta go do um (laughs) retcon me out of the scene yep okay got it bye you got it see ya (laughs) um and then back with moena she
1: bemoans being angel blade because she's confused by the whole situation
0: as i don't want to be a hero and oh my god mommy
1: yeah her mom forced ghosts on her yeah And uh, she appears to apologize and explain that the angel system was actually made to protect her. Uh, and the transformation, sure. by the way, that she undergoes to be all bodacious and busty is actually her mom's body. And yeah. suddenly Unit 1 got a little bit more reference
0: Just a little bit. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely her mom, and she's definitely in her mom's body. And yep. uh, that... The, that moment made me think a lot of Maho Shoujo Elena as well mm, where mm. it was just like oh yeah you can f- like we can feel each other's pleasure through these tentacles <laughs> and I'm just like mmm mmm no <laughs> <laughs>
1: But suddenly, after her mom does this little bit of exposition, she gets, like, the classic anime danger flash where, like, things go into negative. She's like, oh, I heard something. And she senses that Seru is in danger. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Moina calls Angel Heart Flash, and then she summons her Moto Blader. I think she says Moto Blader. It's basically a, a big beefed-up motorcycle that's all crazy. Um, Which so she, I
0: appreciate, honestly. It
1: looked really cool, actually. Um, so she transforms into angel blade and hops on her motorcycle and, um, then, uh, gets on her way. But then we flash back to the hospital where the pink haired cop partner is being sex tortured. Um, she actually pees herself and then she gets an enema. So yay. Um, oh yeah. Nipple electrocution as well. Oh right. Uh huh.
0: There was a reason that I was thinking of Euphoria when I watched the second episode, (laughs) and I couldn't remember why.
1: There's a lot that happens
0: in just that like
1: thirty seconds to sixty seconds of of scene where it's like, okay, we've got pee, we've got enema, we've got nipple electrocution, and then we also get like nipple excretions. It's not the normal like, oh no, I'm lactating. It's like. Someone squeezed a pimple, except it was a nipple. Yeah, <gasps> All right, it was we, not But sexy. we have a
0: question in the chat. Would be more or less creepy if a male character was inside their father's body or if their magical mode? Like, what if <laughs> when an opposite gender's body? Like, okay, listen, it's creepy no matter what. <laughs> the parent-child like, sure swap the different... is... Ooh, sorry about that.
1: Parent-child yeah. swap is just unfailingly creepy.
0: Um, yeah, no, it's just like... I- I'm sorry, but if, like, even... Like, I'm sure, like, if a son was just like, oh, my God, this is my dad's body. Dude! Oh, man, that would be, that's something I don't think I've ever seen before. No, and I don't think I want to, like, (laughs) hey, I'm all about the yaoi, but not, not that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think the parent-child switch is just, like, automatically kind of like, what? What? This is weird. (laughs) Do we need to do this? appreciate the question, though. Yes. So, um, let's see where we were. Okay. So gross stuff. Um, and then, uh, we
0: haven't even gotten to like the piss in the mouth scene.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, Seru is off to the side and she's just sort of like spread eagled up against, uh, like a, near a wall or something. And she's like, no, please have mercy on her. Uh, she doesn't have anything to do with this. Um, but Shogun Neither Chloe, of you, course, sweetie. <laughs> Shogun Chloe, of course, decides more punishment for you with my Futanari dick. Um, but Saryu seems to kind of be getting off on it. Um, Oh yeah. She's just like, Oh wow. It's so big. And it's going in so deep. Wow. And I'm like, I mean, I can't deny I might be thinking the same thing in this situation, but
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on how much you've been tortured already. I suppose. (laughs) So, um, the, uh, how conditioned are you
1: (laughs) back on the uh, highway? Angel blade is on her way to the scene of the crime and um, this bike that she's on isn't one that you sit on so much as you kind of like, kind of like get down near all, kind of on, on all four. I can't even describe it. I'm sure there's a name for that model of bike, but you're kind of sort of on all fours. You're holding the handlebars like way down in front. So of course her ass is like way up in the air. She sees flashing her cooch all over the highway and gives two dudes who are driving behind her major nose bleeds,
0: which was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you've played Persona 5, it's similar to Queen's bike. Mm, okay, there you go. Uh,
1: so then, back at the hospital, um, then, uh, the, uh, pink-haired lady cop is actually begging for mercy for Serio this time, um, but then General Elaine gets, uh, Serio off, and, uh, back again, there's so many moving around at the scenes here. Uh, Auntie Kyoko, back at the lab, is helping make Unit 2, um and uh let's me harder daddy exactly and he's like no we can't do this she's like no you must you must do this we need unit two um and then they get invaded by the short-haired girl so see she did come back
0: <laughs> oh right
1: yes um and then we uh flop back again to the hospital where uh, they've just been using uh, pink haired uh, cop lady as a huge cum dumpster and then they just sort of line her up to expel all of this onto Saryu just before it's Saryu's turn to get boned and uh, then Angel Blade
0: appears Bubba-bubum. hooray um, can we do a quick intermission I need to pee okay we can do an intermission thank you <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Was there somebody like screaming over there? What? Uh, probably. Like, I live on a main street. Out on the street. So. It
1: kind of sounded like people yelling in a street way.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of drug activity on this street, so. Awesome. I mean, I live in a very nice apartment, but also it's Manchester and it's very not nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> All right. So, All right, then. Um, so do you, you. do you want to clap to as marker? Sucked.
1: Oh, yeah. As you wish. One, right. two, three. <claps> Ocals,
0: Ocals. Yeah, we're back. We back. Uh, there totally wasn't an intermission here, despite the fact that you definitely heard our intermission music.
1: <laughs> but, um... So, uh, we're very close to the end of... Uh, actually, we're pretty much at the end of episode two. Um, well, yeah. Angel Blade busts in and is just like, yep. what a
0: beautiful night to kick some ass.
1: Yep. Essentially, she does an inspiring speech and hopes to defeat evil. And um, Nail, K- Nail Kaiser, that's her name, uh, Executive yeah. Futa, watches on to see if um, Elaine and uh, Chloe can actually defeat Angel Blade um, and, uh, yeah, that's basically it. So, uh, yeah, it was at, it was the episode um, two credits that ma- let me know that Masami Obari uh, was in on this, and I felt silly yeah. that I hadn't figured it out. Also, I was laughing at the uh, voice actress names for the, for the dub for this. One of them's name was Licky D. Split, and I was like, that's silly. Oh, you watched uh, the dub? I did watch the dub because I was... Curious. <laughs> yeah, how did that work out for you? It wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't super awesome, but like probably would have been better in the original. But um
0: I um, didn't the voice acting in the original was not terrible. Yeah. Also, I mean, student council president, her voice is very lovely and her design is gorgeous. Yes, her design's really nice. Um I was definitely watching her scenes, being like yeah, Moana, I, I, I get it. I get
1: it. <laughs> the, um, what did throw me off, though, is that I'm fairly certain that in episode three for the dub, that they actually changed Angel Blade's voice. Um, oh. Like, they cast a different voice actress or something. Um, it, so, immediately, it sounds different and not in a good way, unfortunately. Um, but any whoozles, Um, So... Seryu is super excited to see that Angel Blade has arrived to save her. Yay! Um, but uh, the fight ends up kind of spilling out onto the street, and uh, Angel Blade actually like lands on the top of a car and is in public and is getting ogled. I think the uh, actual uh, dub line uh, from one of the people in the crowd is, "Check out the tits on that
0: broad." <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I, mean, I can't they don't, imagine. They, they don't say anything. In the Japanese, they're just like. Really? It's total silence? Uh, They're kind of like everybody's going, oh. Oh, okay. So there's a reaction,
1: but no like actual words stated.
0: No, like she just kind of goes, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and in the dub, she goes like, no. And I'm like, that, I'm almost positive that doesn't, no. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes direct translation isn't exactly what you'd be
0: going for. So, um, uh well i mean see. like even like even for the japanese i felt like dame probably would have s- suited better because that usually means like no good don't, no stop like uh, right <laughs> yeah if she actually was like
1: oh gee like i could i don't know when i watch stuff that's been dubbed or even when i'm watching stuff that's actually in sub format sometimes i'm like looking at the lip flaps and going like ooh, how would they dub this because i'm a huge geek so actually I think about that too. It's fine. Hey, high five through the internet. <laughs> Woo. So, um, all right. So she's in public surrounded by civilians. That's obviously a bad thing. So she decides to escape, uh, to where other people were, will be less likely to get hurt. Um, so then she beats off, I mean, defeats Chloe and Elaine. Um, and then another angel appears angel ender. And we don't
0: know why, <laughs> We have no idea who she is, Um, but we don't ever get an explanation. Nope, she just um, kind of appears, and then we go back to... uh, Into Executive Fuda, who is, like, jerking off furiously being like, oh, yeah, kick their asses, Angel Blade. Oh, my God, you make me so hot. (laughs) Jesus, lady, you need to, like, calm down. (laughs) Yep, and
1: Moena's friend is down on the ground being like,
0: oh, man, I missed all the action and titties. (laughs) And then uh, Daddy comes out of the alleyway and has been, like, beaten senseless, and he falls down and, like, collapses, and Moena's annoying friend is just like, hey, old man, you okay? Yep, You need to, like... Get up off the ground. Like, she's really obnoxious in this scene. Yes, she's just like, she are is. you hungry? Are you, like, what's wrong? Uh-huh. Get up. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. He's clearly passed out. Yes.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's very obnoxious in the dub, and I'm sure as well as the sub, as you just said. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. DLD. Dee. Okay, now we're back with the school administration doing more conspiring. Um, they've basically discovered that Serio, even if she isn't actually Angel Blade, will be effective bait to draw Angelblade out. So, yeah. uh, the, I was about to say and the principal, so, but it's actually the headmaster. Uh, the
0: headmaster is just like, hey, uh, hey, pretty lady. Piss in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just starts asking for some more
1: power. Um, yeah. and she's like, man, you can't get enough of this, can you? He's like, no, it's so good. And she's like, all right, get on your knees. And I'm like, oh, I like where this is going. And then it turns into, uh... Waterworks. Waterworks. <laughs> and I was like,
0: okay, um... And my boner's gone.
1: <laughs> so, um, this apparently is a power-up for him. So he, uh, then captures and gropes it's the heck the out of Sarah. the weirdest,
0: like... Like, cause you know, from like, a, like when it's a close up of her, when it's a close up of him, it's like one thing and then it like zooms out and I'm just like, that is not how that would look. Cause like she's like, she's not leaning back or anything. She's just standing there and is literally just going whoosh and I'm like, no, and there's no like
1: squ- strategic squatting over his face or anything. It's just like. I, because I have actually, I actually have a penis, I'm just going to use my magical urethra to create an arc.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, So, uh, Headmaster does capture and grope the heck out of Saryu until she, uh, she's unconscious when we see him uh, having her captured. Uh, she finally wakes up and... Um, Of course, is not super happy with the situation, but he's like, oh, but you were getting turned on, weren't you? Because your nipples are hard because, you know, that's what they always say. Okay, here we are again. (laughs) And so on and so forth. And uh, he even says something to the effect of like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I said this (laughs) is that she's an overachiever, even at self-lubrication. Wow. Way to go, Sarah. You're the best. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, so she's, she's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, she's getting all juicy on the headmaster. device that she's being held on. Yep. Um, and, you know, then it's time to lick. And so he, like, just <laughs> full on starts licking that pussy. This is the and moment where I
1: actually did make a dub note was that I definitely kudos to the headmaster's voice actor for sounding, like, legitimately lecherous, but not excessively gross. And also for, you know, while he's giving head and everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the headmaster in the Japanese version was definitely like, oh! <laughs> like, you know, standard, like, over deep voice Japanese guy being like, hmm. over dramatic. Yeah. You know, you know the voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um,.
1: Meanwhile, uh, if you remember in the last episode, Moena had like a danger strike, like a mental lightning bit where it's just like, oh, Saryu's in danger. Saryu's been in it danger oh. for a good long time in this episode, and Moena yeah, doesn't do shit. by the way, shit. she's getting fucked
0: now. Um, <laughs> Saryu
1: uh, definitely
0: has a dick in her vagina. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and probably is quite alarmed by the situation overall. Um, yeah, so I'm but thinking like her senses her... aren't working.
0: No, her sensor doesn't go off until he transforms into a mutant demon-
1: thing yes um so then the and danger then, senses go off um and i think and she, she's just like oh hey my girlfriend's in trouble <laughs> yeah and i think she actually says in the dub i hear you and i'm coming and i'm just like <laughs> freezing are,
0: are, are you <laughs> it's a little soon yep
1: um so uh angel blade arrives on the scene uh sarah you sort of zombified walks out of the shadows and, and starts yeah, starts throwing herself at Angel Blade, like,
0: hmm, give it to me now. Uh, and um, Oh, she doesn't say anything in no. the Japanese. She she just starts rubbing in on that. Yes. And, and, of course, Moana, Moana Angel Blade is just like, oh, yeah, I wanted this. Let's do this, definitely. <laughs> and, like, they, like, get off, and she's like, There's also
1: a very improbable grind angle there where it seems like they were trying to go for some kind of scissoring, but they're not even scissoring.
0: No. It's just
1: sort of like they've got, if you've ever taken your Barbie doll and bent the legs backwards, not bent them backwards, but like taken them from the hip and like bent them backwards, you could probably achieve this angle with two Barbie dolls with their angles, legs angled backwards. But real people don't work that way. So,
0: whatever, I guess. Yeah. So, um, they get off or whatever, then Sayu so passes the fuck out, mm-hmm. and Amoina's just like, oh my god, I just did it with her. Wow. <laughs> and she's like happy for like half a second, and then yes. she gets like tentacle grouped. Yeah, it's like, like, like yes, literally. Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. Literally half a second, <laughs> and then she's captured by Monster Headmaster. Uh, and he uses his new tentacles to sexy torture Angel Blade. Um, Which was honestly one of the sexier scenes of the entire show. It, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so he's now the head monster, and he...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they all, He also uh, does a lot of like marveling at her uh, vag- vaginal region, and yeah. they really put the work into rendering uh, that area very well.
0: So thumbs up. Thumbs up to those guys. Well, yeah, I mean, it's uncensored, and, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't... I feel mm. like that there was an intention for this mm-hmm. to be uncensored in a way like cause it's not just like a taco with yes. a dot
1: yeah yeah it's not just like hey we made a slit and then we put a little button at the top of the slit like they really they definitely put the work in so that was stand out enough that I made a note of it so <laughs>
0: yeah um, and also um her um her vagina mm. looks different than uh Sayu's mm. i which I thought was actually really cool was that like, oh, so w- different women have different vaginas. <laughs> <gasps> I, I I thought that was cool, but that that that's my nerd is just mm. like oh wow you actually care enough to make like uh, <laughs> two pussies different. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so uh, <coughs> let's see. Let's see here. Oh, so there was a funny... It's funny. This episode three, I've made a lot of dub notes in it, um, whereas the other ones I didn't. So I guess that definitely speaks to the general quality of the dub of the first two episodes was that it mostly didn't merit any notation. Um, But in this one, uh, the dub basically says, like, oh, you've been parading around in that outfit and showing it to the world, and the direct quote was, but with a 10-foot-tall tentacle monster, it's a problem? (laughs)
0: Actually, that's pretty similar to the Japanese, so... Wow, okay, then. But to me,
1: it sounded like somebody did a little bit of a gag dub there, and I was like, that's kind of funny, actually. I'll I'll, approve I'll of it. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's back at uh, being the head monster because he loves to give head. Um, and uh, just as he's about to go P to the V, Serio actually stabs
0: him with Angel Blade sword. Wah! Yeah, and then... Uh... Through the power of friendship. Friendship, she, sure. Friendship, yeah. Uh, let's be real here. They want to fuck each other. Yes, um, be real. Um, <laughs> and they did. Um, <laughs> Angelblade powers uh, yes. up,
1: gets gold wings, attacks with her sword, and. Uh, yeah, not
0: even fucking red wings, gold wings, bitch!
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just like, ha oh. um, And uh, Headmaster actually ends up reverting back to normal. Um, so maybe the sword just sort of like reverted him and he wasn't quite dead. Um, but then nail Kaiser, sorry, executive Fudo shows up. Um, and he begs her for some more strength and she's like, no, um, <laughs> die. <laughs> yep. So, and so dies basically the only guy in the whole series. Yeah.
0: Um, with the exception I guess, I've... of
1: Dr. Masato, but he's barely a person because he, I don't even know if he has more than five lines.
0: Yeah um, I would say that's generous Yeah But uh, Yeah so At that point um, We see uh, Executive Fuda walking away And just being like So her power comes from Wanting to protect people I wonder if I have that within me And I'm just like Oh shit You're gonna turn you gonna turn traitor And join the (laughs) Join the good guys Yep that would be cool. In fact, it, that that's actually
1: totally what happens, because I looked at the plot for the sequel to this series, which is called Angel Blade Punish, um, and, uh, yeah, she does actually do a, uh, a heel-face turn and ends up on Team Good Guy, uh, along with a few other characters that just sort of appear. So oh, okay. Well, that, I mean, we'll
0: have to watch the sequel at some point, because
1: I'll definitely watch the sequel. Yeah. Um, what is funny about this one is that they do the end credit sequence, um... Right after that, uh, that line from Executive Fuda, and um, there's a little stinger that shows Angel Ender, who, as you might remember, just sort of appeared and then nothing happened. Um, then there's Mistress Phantom's castle in the background, and inside, she, uh, Mistress Phantom has captured Auntie Kyoka, or, or yeah, Kyoka, Kyo- not Kyoko. Um, because remember they invaded the lab and uh, the yeah. and the doc was just sort of like injured and wandering the streets. So auntie was captured and the short haired minion there she is again. Actually her name is Kari apparently. Um, then uh, is looking on and um, auntie Kyoko says like, Moena, and that's the end of this this particular. I was going to say season, uh, but that's the end of this three episode chunk. Bum ba dum.
0: Yeah. Alright, so, what do you give it?
1: I'd give it... Um, I'd give it a, I'll give it a fap now. I think I, I liked really? the Really? An- excellent, excellent. I liked the animation enough, and weirdly enough... Okay, so, I'm just gonna say my favorite scene, if you exclude all the enema pee stuff, I kinda liked the hospital scene with Pink Pigtail's girl when we were past the pee and, and torment bit, because there was something Darn. about the, the futa scene there that I was just like, yeah
0: get it. <laughs> I I I liked that scene, but my favorite scene was actually when um uh Sayu was getting it from the headmaster. Mhm. That actually was, like, wasn't too
1: bad for a sexy mm-hmm. torture scene where it tends to be very like I was like this is Somehow managing to not be as cringy as sometimes it can be.
0: No, and also seru's face, her animation, her hair animation, like everything having to do with her in that particular scene was just on point, point. Mm. and so I was I I was very much into it. And <laughs> so I think that that was probably my favorite scene. Then coupled with you know Angel Blade getting felt up, uh, by the tentacles, that was also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I you know I'm gonna give it a yada yada. That that that's where I'm gonna land. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, I think that they just tried to do a lot of this.
1: That was the only thing that would, like, I'd want to give it, like, a low fap now because of the fact that it tries to overdo the plotting and the complexity, where they really should have dialed that back a little bit and just kind of made it a little more simple. Like, cop lady comes and goes, no reason, um, Shia or Shia or whoever, blonde, blonde, um, a knit cap girl who shows up at the Kyoko's Mm -hmm. bar just comes and goes. Doc character barely exists. Like it's, they tried to do too much. So. Yeah. But I liked it enough that I'll, I'll give it a high enough rating. I'd actually, like you said, I'd be interested to watch the sequel of it. Like maybe as an entire work, it'd be like, yeah, this is actually quite good as a general whole.
0: Yeah. Well, I felt like, you know, when we watched Cambrian, we were definitely like touching on the idea of like a sexual superhero. Mhm. And I think that this was more successful than Cambrian. Mhm. But there were definitely still some things that I would have maybe liked. Like, you know, there are definitely six episode hentais out there. Yeah. So if like, you know, the first episode had only had like one or two sex scenes, mm-hmm. it might have worked better. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they do have, like, a quota to meet. Like, it's usually three sex scenes to an episode. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think that that's pretty standard. Yeah. So I think that, you know, you gotta, as a hentai writer, you probably have some sacrifices to make. Indeed. So, uh,
1: all right. So we've rated, had comments. Is it time for bonus?
0: Bonus
1: round! Bonus (laughs) There, wow. it is. there it is Alright um, Would you like to start this time? Sure Alright we went with a super he- super hero. <laughs> <laughs> super <laughs> superhero Superhero um, Superhero Superhero-ish Sort of theme for uh, this This episode's bonus round
0: Yeah so um, I uh, We did We both did fanfiction Because that's sometimes more fun Indeed Um, So hey, just a reminder If you wrote this fanfiction We're not necessarily making fun of you (laughs) It's just (laughs) that we're reading Smut Yep
1: (laughs) I might Um, be making fun of the person who wrote this (laughs) They made, well, yours is also terrible. Yes, so. it's, it's poorly, it's, yeah, it's not, the fact that somebody wrote it is not terrible, like, the pairing isn't terrible, the writing is terrible, and they made so many chapters of it. It's just redonk, so, but we'll get there. Your turn first. Yeah,
0: so this is a Boku no Hero um, fan fiction in a uh, AU where there's no quirks, so they're just regular fucking people. Oh and um, vaginal fingering is in the tags, but it's Bakugo x uh, Midoriya, and it definitely says M to M, so there's no like trans head cannons going on here. At least I don't think so. Um, I did not fucking uh, read this yet, so we will right. we'll fucking find out what it's about. Let's I figure out where that vagina it. comes from. I'm if am a little bit interested <laughs> alright so after high school Izuku Midoriya hadn't known what profession he'd want to go into at first he gave thought to his childhood dream of being a cop an idea that was shortly shut down due to uh, due to his omega status it was too dangerous and the stigma surrounding his cast was unfair and cruel for such an alpha heavy profession Oh, right. There's tags for alpha, beta, omega dynamics. I don't understand that, but whatever. Oh, is this some sort of, like, you're not masculine enough thing? <laughs> I guess. Like, <sighs> okay. Okay. Sure.
1: All right. Great. Um, I have no idea what's going on. Me either. <laughs> so, um, it's an alternate universe, so went- <laughs> but we also created new new rules for that universe that we're not going to tell you, really.
0: Yeah. So, he went out to discover what he'd wished to do in college. And discover he did. You see, Zuka wasn't socii- wasn't society's views of a typical Omega, and that suited him just fine. Violence and determination came second nature in s- to the supposedly meek subgender. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, who would ever who would ever suspect a wide eyed freckled unassuming Omega could bring such violence behind them? Wait, why is he a violent boy? He's like Mr. cutie. I was about to say, yeah, his whole thing was about like
1: not about violence but about justice so um, and helping okay. <laughs>
0: um a perfect cover for Izuku's less Spoken hobby, a hobby he'd taken Many years to perfect He liked to end the lives of unworthy Alphas, what the fuck Oh, he's a Dexter he, he's, a, he's a fucking serial Killer, that's hilarious Okay, there was a serial killer Tag, I didn't know who it applied To, now I know um, Midoriya was, was Sure there was some trigger to start the, Such a Thank you. Um, such a risque, morbid hobby. Perhaps when his mother died a few years back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or the judgment and scorn thrown upon him in middle school. You know when I said I wasn't making fun of this person? <laughs> Um, maybe the outright ignorance and dismissal of his existence by high school peers. <laughs> Either way, Izuku had a lot of demons and not a lot of reasons to stick around anymore, so he packed his meager belongings and decided to go through a journey of self discovery. And he discovered and that murder, he likes I guess.
1: To murder, <laughs>
0: yeah. In his wow. own defense, he didn't exactly mean to slaughter as a hobby. <laughs> He had been hitchhiking, bouncing from place to place, but not everyone was exactly the savory type. All it took was to stop in an undisclosed stretch of highway for Izuku's guard to raise, let alone when the alpha began unbuckling his pants with a hungry look in his eyes. He left the man castrated before he could even try to pin the helpless <laughs> Omega down. Oh, jeez. Um, the blood on his hands was still warm by the time the shock set in. Oh, but maybe not shock in the traditional sense. Izuku liked the feeling of the cooling (laughs) substance on his hands. It felt empowering. It was only hours later, when I was washing the blood from my hands, that I even realized they were dead. They had it coming. They had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) But... When the next time an alpha made an unwanted move, he made sure their severed hands were neatly folded in their glove box before leaving the scene. Cheese and rice. <laughs> um. Not always did the folk who made a move on him carry physical cash, but still it kept Izuku going when he needed a new clothes and food stop. Sometimes he even hole up in a cozy motel for a night, always under a new name, always avoiding the public eye for too long. <laughs> How do we go from, like, man, I want to be a cop, to I murder people on the highway? It's really fun and profitable. (laughs) Yeah. A glance to his map showed him to be almost all the way across the country by now. Wait, where the fuck is he? I was going to say, if you're in Japan, it wouldn't take that long. Uh, No! (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Picking at the uh, threadbare patches in his jeans, Izuku hummed, sitting on the edge of the road at the very... Obviously led to nowhere. This was, the, uh, this was the king of the road that was the ripe with opportunity, and boy, did Izuku need to get to town soon. The soul of his thrift shoes had broken out long ago. Even with a bit of superglue at his disposal, the patchwork would last him maybe another day at most. He perked up at the sound of ru- of the of rubble on tires. The sun was dipping down to the point of casting long shadows, making Izuku hope his figure wasn't too obscured as he held his thumb out, wide-eyed, big smile, and most certainly hopeful. <laughs> the Omega had to squint through the headlights as they approached him, admittedly preparing for the inevitable moment where they would keep rolling, except the car came to a screeching halt. Tinted windows are, are usually never a good sign, but on a car like this, they only added to the sleek appearance. It wasn't too expensive of of, of a kind, but Izuku didn't exactly care what, about the make and model as he shone his best winning smile through the window and waved. <laughs> it rolled down to reveal a deep frown and spiked blonde hair. He wasn't exactly handsome in a traditional sense, but there was a ruggedness that Izuku could appreciate as the blonde turned his head to the side. Huh? What the fuck are you doing this part of, t- on, on this part of the road? There ain't a town for miles. He was rude too, but in a charming way. No, he's kind of just an asshole. <laughs> like literally, Bakugo is just a fucking dick. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say there's not really much charm there. It's just like he's a dick, and maybe you warm to him for some reason, but he's much sure. Just a dick. All right. So
0: usually Izuku would have his knife up. Of- Upon their throat for less by now. (laughs) Sheepishly, he kicked at a pebble at the side of the road, backpack shrugging on his shoulders. At least he was in a cute, great button-down he found in the last thrift shop. He actually fit the profile of a wandering hipster at this point. (laughs) Good question, friends. I'm trying to back back across Japan, but I had been looking in the wrong map and now I'm pretty lost. You stayed with well, gee only. Gee golly, half- mister, I sure oh. am lost. <laughs> gee golly, mister, can I slit your throat? <laughs> can I have some of your blood? I need blood. <laughs> With it only being a half-truth, he knew where he was. He just wanted to keep this helpless persona up. His stranger wasn't impressed. He scoffed openly, glanced at Izuku up and down before making sure to, the click of the unlocking door was audible. You can come in if you don't smell like shit and track mud in, he stated. And while Izuku was sure Bakugo, uh, He hasn't introduced himself! Okay, <laughs> sure, uh, Bakugo wasn't kidding. He just laughed like it was a joke. Ah, uh, thank you so much. I bought plenty of deodorant and gave <laughs> them. What, son? Yeah.
1: It'll help with the shit caked on my boots. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bash at my boots with this thing of deodorant until <gasps> it
0: falls off. Oh, okay. So I shouldn't smell bad at all. But I do Quite the contrary <laughs> He knew his scent as an Omega was peculiarly strong one And it became clear that this would be an advantage As he took on the undertones of spice and gunpowder in the car How masculine So he was riding with an alpha. Bakugo barely waited for the door to shut Before he was veering back into the road he didn't look at Izuku. Didn't even. Didn't take his eyes off the road. But the trademark scour remained on his features. It was actually kind of endearing. This Alpha fit Izuku's preferred type to a T. He extended his hand with a bright grin. Thanks again for letting me ride with you. My name's Izuku Tanaka. He spoke, always picking a different surname with every introduction. It wouldn't do to get tr- to be tracked. The Omega tried that... To be off-put by the side-eye But the driving companion gave him Only to brush off his handshake with a small scoff Kotsky. Ah, well, he dealt with the angry types So he smoothly planted his hands back onto his lap And attempted to stare out the window as well By now the sun had dipped Leaving the faintest colored backdrops Stars were especially slow to speckle themselves across the sky That's actually kind of a nice sentence Izuku gave another few minutes before he was turning his head out the window, voice-friendly and amicable. So where are you going, Katsuki, he asked. As you said, it's really a common road to be on. I was lucky you came by at all. There was a tense moment of silence before the Alpha gave a small and uncommenting noise, visiting a friend in a town up ahead wasn't exactly much to work with, yet Izuku remained chipper, enjoying the quiet ambiance and gentle tunes drifting from the radio. Who would have guessed this gruff alpha the classical music? <laughs> <laughs> he must have been on the road us. for quite some time, given the hour. It's never fun crossing a wooded area near dusk. Bakugo once again shrugged, his body built and muscular, his casual tank top catching Izuku's eye. He must have he, he must have a physical based profession. Or just like to work out. <laughs> he bit his lower lip. Once awkward sounds threatened to overtake them again, Yuzuku leaned back, allowing his eyes to drift close as he bumped off the road, kept, as, as the bump of the road kept him from fully nodding off. Mm. Typically, he pretended to be asleep. It would bring out the worst in an alpha. Izuku wondered if Bakugo was the type to take advantage of an unconscious man. After thirty minutes of testing this theory, Izuku was glad to note that he remained unbothered. (laughs) He let his eyes fall open as a quiet yawn left him. Oh man, how long was I out, he asked, turning over in his seat in order to take in the attractive profile of the man. With The flick of his eyes, Bakugo turned to him and looked back at the road ahead of them. Just about twenty minutes. Would have woke you up if you started snoring, though. He offhandedly commented, earning a small laugh from Izuku. He liked this guy. Still gonna fucking kill him, though. Um, <laughs> stretching his legs, Izuku let out a small noise of happiness. Glad to be off his feet. They were starting to blister, and band-aids only helped so much. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Man, thanks again for picking me up, Katsuki. Like, seriously, dude, shut the fuck up. This whole backpacking thing is quite exercise. He spoke, finally seemed to gain a ground of the conversation. Back sort sort started in amusement. Only an idiot goes out backpacking in clothes that shitty. When I'm mountain climbing, I dress ten times better than that. You ain't on the run, are ya? Izuku laughed. What, Izuku's laugh was was, methodically a, was methodical as he feigned a hint of amusement. He covered his face in a faux sli- of a smile as he could. Oh no, you caught me. I'm secretly a serial killer and wanted, wanted in every province. I hitchhike and kill all the nice people who help a poor guy out in this time of need. Oh, the irony. (laughs) What he didn't expect was Bakugo's full attention to turn to him. Similarly amused by Izuku's confession, his tone was flat, but the taunting was lost as he switched to the station of the radio to something else. Well, would that be the chance... What would the chance of two serial killers in one car? I, too, pick up innocent hitchhikers and kill them for being careless idiots. (laughs) Oh. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> they both shared a laugh, and the following silence that stretched wasn't nearly as tense. Izuku would, would dare say he enjoyed it. He liked Katsuki already, and it wasn't often he found an alpha he could tolerate. <laughs> so he he lent his h- head back, occasionally stealing a glance at to the handsome man. He decided he wouldn't kill him. Katsuki wasn't some self-sacrificing martyr pretending it was a, such a big deal to pick up a hitchhiker, nor was he being weird. He was also extremely good looking. Izuku was only drawn out of his thought when a large hand hit Super fit hot. over his knee, jostling him from the stupor. Oh. In his own thoughts he failed to realize Bakugo had caught him staring. Oh. So you gonna keep stealing glances at me, like a shy squirrel girl? Are you gonna say something? He asked giving the Omega's knee a slight squeeze. Usually a situation like this would send alarms off of Midoriya's mind, but it was fair. He'd been staring. He knew he was caught when Bakugo's eyes f- followed to his lower lip. He was chewing it in between his teeth. When the hand crept higher, Zuku squeaked out a pathetic, I- "'I'm not a prostitute, I swear!' T- his touch paused, only for an amused snort to leave him. "'I do like the kind of guy... Uh, "'Do I look like the kind of guy to pick up a prostitute?' he asked. "'I figured if you're going to keep staring at me with that needy puppy look, "'I might as well make the damn first move.' Izuku swallowed thickly. Oi, but in all seriousness, if you don't want it, just move my damn hand aside and we can both pretend it wasn't. I wasn't being a stereotypical creep, he gruffly spoke, and we can leave it at me reading signals wrong. That was a new one. Izuku really didn't want to run his blade across Koski's jugular for something like this, but now, did he really need to... He was being a perfect gentleman about it. Well, a bit rude, but the alphas just seemed to the type. And now he he was even giving Izuku a way out? Well, you know. It had been a while since Izuku had a little fun of his own. He didn't move Bakugo's hand. His thigh spread wider and the blonde coldly continued his path upwards. There was a slight upturn to Bakugo's lip as he felt the... The older fabric beneath his fingertips, teasing soft circles on his path, refusing to go where they both knew he'd land. He always found some form of detour back down. The anticipation had Izuku's shoulders tense and breath hitched. Wide eyes watched those calloused and scarred hands grip the meat of his inner thigh. Ugh. Why were they so scarred? His heart beat faster at the excitement and anticipation left him pliant and eager. Lower lip bitten and puffy as a tentative breath left him. Bahugo's pheromones were a pleasant itch beneath his nose. Was he excited too? Could he smell Izuku responding responding excitement? Oh, can you hear me, blonde? I can hear you.
1: My stuff froze up, though. I think that's going to be a bit of a challenge for the file.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Well, I'll just space it out. It'll be fine. Um, Okay. All right. (laughs) He muted, a soft note when Koski rubbed precisely at his inner thigh's scent scent gland. What the fuck? Uh, This is some sort of other AU that I don't fully grasp. Okay. um, So... So close, yet so far from where he needs it. So he had plenty of experience with his type before. As <laughs> um, as though daring Bakugo to go further, Izuku arched his hip upwards, legs fall- falling further open. He knew the, s- the scent of his jeans would give in the way he didn't expect the blonde to immediately pluck at the bottom of his jeans and rip his fly down. Looks like foreplay wasn't entirely on Bakugo's mind as he slid his palm over Izuku's toned abdomen. Bit stronger than uh, you look, Bakugo mused as he traced the six pack Izuku was hiding beneath his softness. He had curves, a slight tummy pouch, but muscle ripped beneath the surface. Dually, he noted he kind of needed it to haul his victims' bodies around. Izuku felt self-conscious at the su- at the Akatsuki, no, no doubt felt, but it, was, it wasn't often he could stop in a bathroom and keep himself entirely smooth down there. <laughs> he didn't seem to mind as he pet over Izuku's navel and lower, lower abdomen, fingertips brushing beneath his underwear, making him tense in desire. God, how long had it had been since he'd fooled around. A small squeak left him when those rough fingertips bypassed. What? What? <laughs> oh, he does have a, he does have a vagina. Okay. Oh, all right then. Um, I'm confused. <laughs> Me too. Instead of favoring for a gentle V shape along the walls of his. Huffy labia. He shuddered at the sensation of being spread. Like, I don't have a problem with uh, trans cannons. It's just usually they're in the tags. Um, yeah. He shuddered at the sensation of being spread, but the lack of stimulation to go with it, Bakugo's soft growl was audible as he rubbed up and down along his aching pussy. God, how wet are you from just from just a little teasing? Katsuki mused, making Izuku burn hotter. He liked the way that deeper tone reflected in the obvious mocking. He liked being shamed. Only a little, though. He chewed on his own finger to keep quiet. The wet sounds of his pussy against the stranger's fingers were enough to fill the silence. His breath hitched into a squeak as those fingers pressed insistently forward, smearing over his clit, making his body jerk in surprise. Oh, fuck, that felt good. "'Bahugo circled that sensitive bud with his fingertips, "'all the while his eyes never left the road, not even once, "'with a constant scowl still let it in the passing shadows. "'With a tilt of the eye, Midorio wa- wondered "'what kind of darkness could be hidden in such an intense gaze. "'Those certainly weren't the eyes of prey. "'He bucked up when a particularly rough stroke "'caught him over the hood of his clit, "'making him jerk and moan with a louder frequency.' The scent of an Omega and Alpha lingered in the air. At least he was making Bakugo just as excited here. The tent in his pants was dampening in, in that regard. Meekly, he moved his hand over, keeping his legs obediently splayed as he palmed the blonde's erection. It was thick. You are thick, bitch! Um, <laughs> Izuku salivated as at the feeling of just what he was working with, the size and the heavy weight in his palm, as he attempted to squeeze and stroke it just like that. The radio was playing off-tune, a beat number that felt so wrong for the situation at hand, neither of them had a free hand to change it. Izuku bucked up with those fingers dipped down into his entrance, teasing, gauging how readily the omegas parted open to three fingers, Bahugo's lips Quivered when his body swallowed all three with a little resistance. I don't have to worry about an STD, right? <laughs> he spoke, knowing full well his tone was joking. Yuzuku's chest puffed up in an annoyed scowl. What? Your chest doesn't scowl, but whatever. Um. Well, as best as he could, with pleasure lighting up in fireworks up his spine, he snagged Bakugo's wrist in order. Uh, To hump down on his palm narrowing his eyes a small smile gracing his fingertips. Why it's It's matter alpha you wouldn't get down. Da- What's Why is it matter alpha you wouldn't get down? There without a condom anyways It was almost comical the way that the small square seemed to materialize from Bakugo's glove compartment. Are you serious? Do you often pick up hitchhikers to shag? Izuku noted as he took the Trojan-brand condom only to work over his lower lip, but his fingers paused on Bakugo's cock. Did he really want to go all the way? Yeah. The answer was yes. With a loud snap of Bakugo's belt buckle and Izuku was ripping ripping open the fly to his pants, a starved look overtaking his features as he withdrew the blonde's cock out of his slacks. Commando, huh? Who's the lewd one now? Yeah, they're they're still driving, Mal. (laughs) He asks, spitting into his hand, before stroking over the shaft with renewed gusto. There was a kind of excitement he'd been missing in in his hunts. This was a damn well close substitution for it. Bakugo's breath left him in a chuckle as he allowed Izuku to stroke him over, sparing him a meager glance before continuing to drive. Well, that just wouldn't do now, would it? Excuse me. I'm sorry, I didn't realize this was so fucking long. Um, he took the alpha by surprise with a deep swallow of his cock, butting his head in the way, loving how the car jerked as he tasted the salty sweet pre on his tongue. Let's see Bahugo ignore that one now. The hand was, that was fingering his pussy could no longer actually reach at the new angle, but no matter, this was about pride. Izuku wanted the alpha to lose it. He mewed around the shaft of his cock as that thick vein throbbed against his tongue. Following a small spurt of precum against his taste buds, he knew it was stupid to blow an unprotected cock, but by an unfamiliar alpha. But hey, risk reward, right? He swallowed hard when he, when the buck of Bakugo's hips made his eyes cross. Fuck it! Were the best words Izuku had heard all day. The car jerked to a stop as fingers in his pants withdrew and smear from his hair, making him cringe. Ugh! He did not want this. He did not want slick in his hair, <laughs> but the complaint died on his tongue as suddenly the thick cock crammed down deep in his throat. If he had a lesser gag reflex, he wasn't confident he could take it. Yet his throat relaxed into the abuse, making making him pant through his nose as a line of drool and salty pre-dribbled out of his cheeks. Who knew a messy blowjob was such a good stress relief? Bakugo, reassured of his partner's limits, was in fucking heaven as his swelling knot slapped against the Omega's lips. He wouldn't try and knot him like this. Oh, no. But it was pleasant, regardless, to grind himself up. Like, I feel like there's, like, some weird fucking, like, yeah, I have no idea, crying um, himself up far until the throat of the teeth had him placated. I, I'm going to send this fic to, like, my best friend tomorrow and be like, what the fuck is this? Um, you suck cock damn well, he praised, petting over his green curls. Makes me wonder if he were a call boy before. Izuki made sure to lift the lift of his eyebrows was as condescending as he hoped. Bakugou's crooked smile was sinfully arousing as he lifted Izuku off, smearing the fluids off his chin with a less than tender stroke of his thumb. What? I'm joking, Spitfire. I know you enjoy it. Cocky bastard was right. He simultaneously loved yet hated the fact that Bakugo seemed to understand him so well. Praise and dirty talk were fine, of course, but something about being shamed made his skin pleasantly tingle. His throat itched in discomfort around a bubbling moan when Kotsky tugged his green locks. Hell, you're practically leaking right now. I wouldn't be surprised if you were nothing more than a needy little slut. A pause. And Izuku was coughing, his eyes watering as his hips gyrated down onto the seat. The gruff voice paired so well with the fil- filthy implications. He'd damn well keep sucking cock until the sun came up again but he recoiled in confusion when Bakugo's tug turned sharp. The alphabet hissed as he gripped tighter on the crown of his cock, the vein twitching, not attempting to swell. It took a moment of shared breath before he could, before he let his hand fall. "'You nearly made me pop,' Bakugo breathly stated. Maybe it was the humor of the whole thing, being in a stranger's car, hitchhiking, sucking cock, not even an hour after knowing him. But they both burst into laughter. Izuku had leaked through his pants." Machigo's boxers were covered in drool and pre-cum, yet they kept laughing. The- (laughs) I'm sucking your dick, isn't so funny. Um... Yay! Okay, the only thing to stop their humor was when Izuku's hands stroked over Bakugo's chest. Shortly following a clumsy straddle of his lap, the gear shift was in the way, as was the older... Oh, as, 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 as was an older Starbucks cup. But he ignored the awkward angle in favor of throwing his arms around the blonde's neck. Those scarred hands felt intoxicating and locked along the cleft of his ass, kneading in the skin poking out of his jeans. So, big guy, wanna... Pop that in inside of me, Izuku hus- huskily asked, loving how he could feel the twitch of Bakugo's cock against his thigh. The limited space of the car didn't matter anymore, not when he was manhandled against the steering wheel to rip those worn jeans out of the way. Something primal in his stomach flipped as the thought of being so effortlessly malleable to a bigger alpha. I thought you'd never fucking ask. A sm- A smart voice in the back of his mind made him reached for a cup holder, fingers un- unsteady as he kept his knees bent and hips raised. Not until you put it uh, put this on, though, he breathed out, wiggling the foil square with the knot guard. He wasn't stupid. Birth control was out of the budget on the road. <laughs> Bahugo's canines glinted with a predatory excitement as Izuku gripped the square ripped the square open, pinching the tip and languidly stroking the rubber down. "'And here I was thinking you were just dirty-talking me with that not comment,' he spoke a carnal part of him, infinitely satisfied. Izuku stuck his tongue out. Their foreheads met as both of them shared a mutual interest in watching what was happening, watching Izuku lower himself, settling comfortably along the shaft and spearing his head over his sensitive clit. "Mm, God, you're pretty big,' he lamely noted, amazed at their size difference." What a lucky catch for a roadside pickup. Those fingers tightened on his hips, clearly fighting self-control. It left Izuku's lower abdomen fluttering as he began to descend onto the thick shaft. It was a stretch. He chewed harshly at his lower lip as the initial breach gave way to the deep soreness, the reality of just how long it had been. He was intimate, not lost on him. It had been at least a month since an alpha actually got to home base, it is are one thing, but the thick stretch of a fully prime alpha? He as his walls, clenched down tight. Fucking shit, you're crushing my cock here. Bakugo humorously stated, stroking his hand soothingly over Midoriya's hips. Kind of erases the whole slut dirty talk I was gonna do. <laughs> Izuku tried not to sound too disappointed as his lashes fluttered up to the blonde. Well, I mean, duh, I'm a hitchhiker, but... He cleared his throat. If you want, you can still call me a slut. I can't say it would be the worst thing to get off to. The final ache was more of a pleasant one as their hips met the bump of his clit against Koski's stomach, making his entire body flip. Oh, fuck, that felt good. He didn't care that his body was still adjusting. He began to roll his hips, chasing that lazy pleasure that drew a mutual groan from the both of them. Best watch it. Izuku, my control isn't exactly saintly. They have not introduced themselves. No, they did. Um, he, he spoke. The laces of his, the laces of his voice clearly hinting at something deeper, something dangerous. The same darkness that could whisper to him at the most inopportune moments. Izuku rested his forehead on Bakugo's. Their eyes meeting an intense spark. This, this close, Izuku could see the speckles of orange, and excuse me. Gold hiding within his irises, a living flame contained within a too small lantern. He wondered if the shadows pulled over his features could hide the hunger in his own. Their mouths clashed in a deep kiss, hands tugging, scrambling for any sort of purchase as the burning heat in Izuku's stomach mounted further. He needed this. Bakugo kissed like an animal, all teeth and tongue, delving deeper, claiming the deepest portions of his mouth as the slap of skin to skin filled their silence. He must have knocked the radio off long ago in his haste to scramble onto the alpha's lap. He loved it. His head spun as as the insistent tongue kept mashing with his, almost sloppy, bordering on unpleasant. But that that only made it better. He let himself be ravaged, loving the pinpricks of the nails, guiding down his hips. He mewled it it when his tongue was bitten. The taste of copper had spread between them as I- Izuku pulled back, mouth open, noticing the smear of red remaining on Bakugo's lips. Izuku's stomach flipped in the desire when the alpha licked the blood off. Mm, sorry <laughs> Bakugo slurred, never once stopping to roll his hips, if anything. He only got faster, the pressure and the tempo building into a desperate crescendo. It made Izuku's fingers curl into the meat of Bakugo's chest. Ew. I liked it, he weakly confessed, tongue feeling thick in his mouth as he leaned down to kiss him again. It was raw and desperate, as his nails dragged down um, Bakugo's chest. The growl he got in response was outright feral. Midoriya couldn't breathe as Bakugo's tongue traced about his own, tasting him, making his stomach circle in desire. As one of those calloused hands traced down the dip, the dip of his stomach, oh God, he could feel his own cock working deep into his innards. What? Wait. What? What? Are we, are we dealing with with intersex now? This was not yeah, was mentioned no- before. Yeah, there was no mention of any any
1: penis, uh, just vagina and clitoris. So Um,
0: I'm getting infinitely more confused. <laughs> <laughs> Izuku's eyes were blown wide in desire, <laughs> especially as he could feel the twitch of Kotsky against his clit. I'm imagining it's just going they like were beep, both beep, close. beep, with but every thrust. For you, he pa- he panted out, hope hoping the wild looking as I would affirm that would rather. S- Slit an unworthy alpha's throat Then take this He reeled as the horn in the car blared But neither of them cared Not with Bahugo hiking up Izuku's thigh And pounding into him with reckless abandon The steering wheel wasn't exactly comfortable But they would make do Especially as <laughs> 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 Especially as the, As his uh, Ketchup is not left Izuku Garbling, his head was thrown back, eyes closed, feeling tears of overstimulation dripping from his lashes. Yes! Bakugo's Bakugo's snars were like music to his ears as the elbow mouthed over his scent glands. Yep, still no clue. Um, Sending the omega into a garbled frenzy, clutching at those broad shoulders that kept him anchored. I'd fucking rather rip a pathetic omega's throat out than breathe again. Than breathe them against my steering wheel. He spoke. He spoke heavily, with dark intent. Somehow Izuku knew he wasn't in danger. If anything, he he only forced the blonde's head down, pressing it into a mating gland.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, moaning unabashed and unashamed. Come in me. Oh, God, fucking come in me already, he demanded with a heavy tongue. Bite me. When finally pushed over at the edge, with his sharp teeth digging into his shoulder, instead paired with a skilled thumb swiping repeatedly over his clit, his vision whited as a cacophony of sensations washed over him. His ears rang as the ache in his shoulders made the pleasure burn hotter taking him higher and higher until he was thrashing against the heavy pressures of his abdomen. He latched on to whatever he could grab and dug. He wasn't marked but by God was he branded. By the time the sensation was returning to his curled toes he noted the slick feeling between them Making his exhausted eyes flutter open, and taking the alpha's collapse to his chest, Bakugo's breathing was heavy and languid, sated. Clearly enjoying the aftermath of his own pleasure, he was definitely locked in, inside him, sporadically twitching, making Izuku's walls flutter in response. The omega almost wished the condom wasn't there. It felt it felt like a balloon was inside of him, with how heavy a load filled it. You know. <laughs> His nails felt uncomfortable as he flexed his fingers, making the afterglow feel almost akin to a dream as he brought them into his vision, red. He had scratched Bakugo's shoulder and back bloody, much like how his own shoulders were throbbing from the bite. It seemed they both marked each other in their own unique way. He sighed in appreciation of his handiwork. As the silence stretched between them, Mizuki pondered, on their exchange, finding it interesting that they both had such a calm response to blood and violence, intriguing, his gaze fell upon the mop of the blonde that had nestled against his check chest. This was the most. This was the calmest Midoriya had seen in Alpha yet. Affectionately, he scratched the nape of Katsuki's neck. "You aren't just a regular hitchhiker, are you?" The man spoke into a fog of afterglow, though his tone was far from fea- fearful or accusing. If anything, he sounded amused as Izuku's quiet purr picked up frequency your name isn't Tanaka, either. Too common.' He ran his fingers through Bakugo's hair. A non-committing hum, his only response. "'And you aren't visiting your friend in another town, either, are you, Kotsky? Green irises met with crimson, a smug sort of satisfaction permeating the air between them. The air felt charged with potential. "'Not for violence. Oh, no. They knew that what beasts slumbered in each other's arms. Instead, Bakugo planted a wet and bloody kiss on Izuku's lips.' I think our lives just got a hell of a lot more interesting. Ta-da. Oh, come on. I don't know if you're gonna be able to read your thing, dude. Oh, blah. I'm gonna have to put more intermission music in here. Alright, people, so this is Rio, from the fucking future, by several months. Here to tell you that, uh, this episode was an absolute nightmare to fucking record. So, and also, uh, edit. So, uh, basically what happened is that, uh, Blonde's computer fucking ate itself. And we'd lost a shit-ton of her stuff. Uh, we also just didn't flat out record her bonus round, simply because, uh, it was so janky with the, um, issues that we just couldn't keep up with it, and so, uh, yeah, we're just gonna end it right here, and maybe I put in the ending music, I guess we'll fucking find out. Uh, have a good night, everybody!